Uh, good afternoon. My name is Pat, and I'm an intern at the Health and Wellness Department at Stonehill College. And uh, today I'm going to be interviewing Jessica Green, the wellness coordinator, on her experiences with mental health counseling in college. Um, I have a couple questions for you, Jess. Sure. Um, first, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your, yourself as a college student, um, you know, some of your you know, your interests, uh, activities that you participated in, maybe um, what you studied and your, a little bit about your personality. Sure. I'm actually from Rhode Island. I went to our state school, the University of Rhode Island. You know, as a Rhode Islander, it actually was never a big deal to get into URI. But now looking back, I realize just how lucky I was to get my undergraduate education there. Um, I've always had a very strong work ethic, which I get from my parents. I actually worked multiple jobs growing up and throughout college, so I was always very busy. I never actually had time to worry about things. I was always commuting to school. I actually worked for the first three years and didn't really get a full experience living on campus. Um, I would actually wake up at five in the morning, drive to campus. I worked at a local coffee shop, so I'd get there for six, work until about 10, then head to class. And then when I got out at three, I'd go babysit, then go home, you know, around six o'clock, eat dinner, do some more schoolwork and do it all again the next day. My weekends were usually spent either reading or spending time with family and friends. Um, I also lived near the water in Rhode Island, so we did a lot of sailing and kayaking. We also lived near some bike trails. So I always loved being outside, things like going running or uh, anything outside I love to do. I think that really helped me manage my stress, actually, being so active and, and being outside. I also had a lot of responsibilities, so I didn't really have a lot of time to worry about things. I also felt part of my personality was that I was in control of my own actions, and if there was a problem, I didn't really blame others. I always thought, well, you know, what can I do to fix it? So I think that helped when I was worried or anxious. And growing up, I never really uh, did things that other students did. I never really drank or used substances. I think that helped a lot, too, just to have a clear mind. I was always a pretty happy person. Um, but I did sometimes have a tendency to worry about things or overthink them, and sometimes that definitely led to the feelings of anxiety. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's something that a lot of students are familiar with, and uh, you know I don't think that uh, a lot of people necessarily see it as um, as need to uh, see counseling. But uh, we're going to get a little bit into some of the barriers that uh, maybe you experienced, and uh, so uh, without being too presumptuous, I'm going to assume that you're a lot like many students are here are at Stonehill, and. Uh, and I was just uh, wondering, uh, have you had any exposure to mental health counseling before you had come to Stonehill? So I had a little bit of experience. My parents actually got divorced when I was in middle school, and my mom had actually asked both my brother and I to go just to make sure that we were handling everything okay after our family split. Um, I remember I was so young, but I was always very emotional. So those counseling sessions, I cried a lot, and it really helped just to talk about how I was feeling the counselor was great. She actually gave me some tips on how to journal to get my thoughts and feelings out. And that's actually something that I've continued to do this day when I'm worried or if I, you know, have something I'm thinking about or that's concerning me. I find journaling a really helpful thing to do. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that I find that a lot of people, um, you know, uh, help with them. So 
Um, I think that that's definitely a great, um, you know, type of intervention that you experienced. Uh, also, I was wondering, you know, in, re- in regards to that experience, that uh, do you think that that exposure that you had in middle school um, affected your future decision to seek help or um, your, f- your future likelihood uh, to seek help? Absolutely. I think just having that prior experience led me to know that there are other options when I'm worried about something. I think sometimes you feel like you're alone, you have no one to talk to. I have actually come from a very close, tight-knit family, so I'd always talk to my mom about things, but um, sometimes there were things that were just really personal and I just didn't want to share with her or didn't feel like I'd, you know, be able to share with her without some judgment. So I thought knowing that there was a counselor there or that I could always seek counseling was always an option. In fact, when I was a junior in college, I had a really close family member of mine struggle with substance abuse. It was actually really difficult and made... Being around that person uh, very hard and uh, really struggled with our family dynamics. I remember feeling really sad and angry, and I just wanted him to change. I couldn't understand why he would do that to us. And I decided to seek counseling because I just felt I was stuck. I had all this anger and frustration, and I felt like I didn't want to feel that way anymore. And I didn't want to lash out at him, and I didn't want to talk about those things with my mom because I knew she had her own feelings on the issue. So when I went to the counselor, it was actually a really nice, non-judgmental place that I could talk about how I was feeling. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's an experience that a lot of people have. So I'm glad that you know you did have a positive experience. A lot of people, um, unfortunately, though, don't ever um, you know have that experience because they uh, choose not to seek help for a number of reasons. And uh, I was just wanted to get into a little bit about the barriers specifically that you faced. Um, did you feel any specific barriers when you were in college the second time around when you uh, decided to seek help? You know what's funny? No one ever really talked about counseling when I was growing up. It was never really talked about in my family, and my friends never really talked about it. I think that we're a lot more aware of mental health nowadays than we were before, and I actually wish that people talked about it. The only other time that I had heard someone seeking counseling when I was growing up was a close friend of mine. Um, she was one of my best friends growing up since we were in elementary school. And I remember in high school and college, she really struggled with depression and anxiety. She saw a counselor on a regular basis and was on medication. And I remember her saying one time to me that she needed that counselor and she needed that medication in order to feel normal. And I remember thinking, wow, that's got to be, you know, such a challenge, um, you know, feeling that way all the time. And, and thank God that there's this great resource out there. But that basically the only other time I had known anyone going to counseling was myself, you know, my parents were divorced. So back in the day, I thought, oh, you only go to counseling when there's this big issue. Um, and so later on, when I was in graduate school, actually, I was in a not so great relationship. And I remember being hesitant about seeking counseling because I thought, you know, it's not so bad. Um, things aren't uh, that terrible. And, you know, is it even worth going to talk to someone. And I remember kind of mulling that over and thinking, well, um, you know, I don't have situated depression and I don't have like a major transition I'm going through, but I don't really feel good the way things are going right now. So would it be beneficial to talk to someone? So, um, yeah, that's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that, you know, you did end up, you know, seeking, uh, you had, you didn't ended up, uh, you know, 
getting the, the help that you uh, that you needed. But uh, I, I did think that that's really interesting because a lot of research does show that um, you know a lot of people uh, you know don't seek help that uh, that they might benefit from and not necessarily uh, that they need. Um, but there is a lot of research that shows that uh, both previous exposure to counseling, which uh, obviously you had uh, you had mentioned that you had in middle school, um, as well as um, a perceived need. And I think that your exposure with your friend definitely uh, may have affected your, um, you, know, you know, your perceived need of uh, treatment, which, you know, is something that a lot of people um, deal with because, uh, you know, not just because of, you know, how the media portrays um, mental disorder and mental health counseling, but um, a lot of the stigma surrounding mental health counseling is such that, um, you know, people, you know, think of it, like you said, as, a, as uh, you know, something that you seek in severe situations or dire situations. And, um, you know, I think we're learning as a society that that's not necessarily always the case, that, um, that there's a really wide range of benefits to mental health counseling and they're not restricted just uh, to exclusively dire problems. Um, so I'm glad that you definitely, sh- I'm definitely glad that you shared that. And uh, I was wondering, did you, when you first started to seek help, um, either in middle school, college, or as a graduate student, did you um, feel any shame about seeking help? Did you um, notice any of uh, the stigma impacting your decision um, of seeking counsel? Yeah, I didn't actually. I didn't feel any shame, but I remember being quiet about it. Like I didn't share it with everybody. I didn't like shout it from the rooftops. I'm in counseling, um, but I did share it with my mom. I told her that I was thinking about going to a counselor. That I was struggling with, you know, uh, my family's members' substance abuse issue or the re- the unhealthy relationship I was in, and she completely supported me. And I think that was really huge because it gave me the confidence that I needed to then actually make the appointment and go. I think it's really important that we support. Our friends and loved ones, if they decide they want or need to go to counseling, um, that can give them the boost or the confidence to help get them there. Yeah, I, I agree totally. Um, and so, how long was it um, that that um, I know you had mentioned that you um, you know had some issues with your family dynamics? Um, how long was it that um, that you were struggling with, the, or you know not struggling with, but considering? Um, debating whether or not you wanted to seek counsel. How long was it between when you, uh, you know, kind of were struggling with that and when you actually finally decided to go? Was it a, was it a long period or was it a rather, uh, you know, quick decision for you? So for that one, it was definitely over a period of a couple of years. Um, my uh, loved one with the substance abuse issue, that grew over time. And in the beginning, we all had blinders on and we didn't want to see what was happening. And then eventually family and friends kept talking about um, – that the issue is getting worse and worse. And so it eventually became undeniable. And so um, I definitely, that took a long time for me to accept. I kind of had my head in the sand with that one. Um, the other issues, um, I saw it help a little more um, sooner. So for instance, the unhealthy relationship I was in, that was uh, something I felt on a daily basis. And um, that only took me a couple months to realize, hey, this is not a situation that I feel like I want to be in and but I wasn't ready to get out of that relationship yet so I kind of needed someone to kind of a sounding board I can talk about um, what was going on and and uh, that actually once I started that counseling session it only took me a couple of times talking to the person before I realized yeah I need to make some changes and um, and move on. Yeah, that's. Um, I'm really glad to hear that uh, you know that it went successfully for you, and I uh, definitely hope that we can you know kind of convey that uh, that sense to other people. Um, so I get from what I gather, you uh, I understand that for you, some of the main reasons that you finally chose to seek counsel were um, you know kind of the the family dynamics that you had mentioned. But uh, was there anything else that um, you know specifically or even generally that um, you know made you come around to finally seeking counsel, or you know made you overcome the hesitance to seek counsel? 
I remember just feeling stuck. Like I was just, um, especially with the substance abuse issue, I was really like sad and angry and frustrated. And I remember um, I didn't like feeling that way. And I just felt like I was in this cycle of um, just getting upset and nothing happening. So I remember just thinking, I really want to talk to someone about this and deal with it and move on. I didn't want it to bring me down. Um, with the relationship issue, that was definitely affecting some everyday life. Um, uh, my eating was off. Um, I was having a hard time sleeping. Um, I was, uh, you know, emotional and moody a lot. So I didn't like um, my behaviors and how I was feeling. So that definitely caused me to want to um, seek help and talk to someone. And these are things that um, that uh, thank you for sharing. These are things that a lot of people experience on a daily basis, and uh, they're things that you know a lot of people wouldn't, or you know, some people might not consider you know dire situations or extremely severe. But um, you know, like you said, when when you're dealing with these things on a daily basis, you know, it can definitely take a toll. And um, you know, I think that there's a lot of people that can genuinely benefit from counseling, and it's uh, you know really refreshing to hear that you you know were in a scenario where you were a little bit uh, you know overwhelmed, and you did choose to see counsel, and it did benefit you. So, you know, I'm really happy to hear that. Um, do you think that your sharing uh, with friends and family contributes to the stigma? Um, in other words, do you think that, um, you know, whether or not you discuss your seeking counsel with friends or family has any effect on, you know, the societal stigma behind mental health counseling? I didn't feel like it uh, caused stigma for me, but I was also very um, cognizant of the fact that I am female. I remember when I was um, growing up, when we had the went and saw the counselor in middle school, and I remember um, my brother saying things like, "Oh, well, I'm a boy. I don't need to go see counseling, or I don't want to talk about it." And I definitely felt that it was easier for me and more widely accepted for me as a female to seek counseling. And I think that's such a shame. I think that's a myth, and that we're doing a lot better about expelling um, that everyone needs to have the ability to talk with someone to share how they're feeling, what they're going through, um, and it doesn't matter your gender, it doesn't matter um, any situation, that everyone benefits from counseling. And it doesn't matter the situation. It could be something small like, oh, I just bombed my test, I'm having a hard time getting over it, to, hey, major life crisis, you know, something big happened, and I'm having a hard time getting through this. So I think that talking about it and just not feeling like you're alone is really important. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly that, um, you know, definitely something as important as mental health in any capacity, like you said, whether it's something, uh, you know, as menial as, you know, not doing too too well on a test or, you know, something, um, you know, severe. Uh, I don't think that it should be restricted to, you know, gender or anything like that. And it's something that we do see, unfortunately, um, in society that, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, gender roles are such that men do feel, um, you know, less comfortable seeking uh, mental health counseling than women do. And that's, um, you know, definitely an issue. But um, I think that regardless of gender, there are, you know, there really are countless benefits to, um, you know, seeking counsel depending on, you know, the position that the individual is in. Um, and I was just wondering, as far as your experience, were there any um, immediate benefits that you noticed when you uh, decided to seek counsel? Definitely. Um, after I remember the um, when I went to counseling in, in as an undergraduate, I was really nervous. I wasn't sure what that experience was going to be like. I didn't know is the counselor going to ask me to you know do things that, that I'm not comfortable with or confront people or have conversations that I'm not ready for, and that was not the case whatsoever. So by the time when I saw it counseling in grad school, I already knew what to expect, even though I was seeing a different counselor. I already had an idea of how the session would go and how I would feel about it, and I was really excited to know that this was going to help me. I was look, actually looking forward to it because I knew this person's going to, you know, help me overcome these issues. And I think one major benefit is kind of more of a long-term benefit that 
um, counseling has helped me with is just looking at things from a different perspective. I think sometimes we're going through life and we have these blinders on and we kind of get caught up in our own issues and we forget to kind of step back and look at things from other people's perspectives or from an outside perspective. And that's something that I think over the years I've learned to do a lot better. So um, having that outside perspective. So for instance, if I'm having an issue now, one thing that I do automatically is I stop and I think, so if a friend of mine came and had the same issue, what would be something that they would say to me? How would they look at this? Or I try and put myself in the shoes of the other person, especially if there's something that's going on that I'm not understanding why they're saying what they're doing. Um, I think that's been really helpful too. Like, well, why would that person be in that situation? And that's helped a lot um, in terms of effective communication. Um, and that's um, definitely been something that I've taken from counseling. So it seems like, uh, from what I gather, there was some, uh, you know, some immediate benefits as far as the, you know, stress relief, and uh, it seems like there were some, um, you know, benefits that you, uh, that you know, uh, that you benefit from in the in the long term as well, as far as some of these coping mechanisms and, um, you know, some of these strategies that you've learned to, you know, better adapt with both your perception and some of your cognitions, which, uh, you know, I think is really important, especially for college age students, but, um, you know, even for, you know, well well adjusted adults in modern America, I think that it's something that's um, you know, very important that people, you know, try to uh, maintain uh, a stricter control over. So, um, you know, I think that's definitely a great thing that you were able to find that, uh, you know, a sense of relief to a degree. Um, and so we over we went over some of the long-term advantages, but um, as an adult now, how might you reflect on your experience with seeking counsel? Um, you know, would you would you say that it was an overall um, a positive experience or a negative experience? Um, you know, and in either way, is there anything you might change about your experience or um, things that you'd like to highlight as um, that you, things that you wouldn't want to change? I thought my my experiences were overall very positive. Um, I did see different counselors throughout. Um, and so it was interesting to see how um, each of their uh, ways of counseling differ. Um, some offered more tough love and some were a little more um, supportive and handholding. But basically, ultimately, everyone there was non-judgmental. They were kind, they were positive, and they really helped me work through my issues and um, helped me kind of own responsibility and put me in the driver's seat of um, handling whatever problems I had. Um, so I think that was definitely a benefit. Um, and, and just the judgment-free atmosphere. Um, I still, like I said before, I'm very close to my family, and we talk a lot about different things. But there are just some things that are just personal or that you want to have um, someone else uh, talk to about that you don't necessarily want um, to share with, like, a, a friend or a loved one. You just want that non-judgmental sounding board. So that's why I think, um, you know, having ongoing counseling can be really helpful. Now, um, did you think that this, uh, before you had decided to seek counseling, did you think that um, that uh, this worry of yours or um, kind of this fear of, did you think that any fear of judgment played a role in your choosing to seek um, counsel? In other words, did you, um, before you chose to, did you think that, did you have a feeling or a worry that you were going to be judged? And uh, obviously you had mentioned that you, uh, you know, you, you did find that it was a judge-free environment, which, um, you know, is extremely great to hear. And I think that a lot of people experience that. But um, I think that the perception can be that a lot of people 
um, do feel that they might be judged before they go. And I think that that's a barrier that prevents a lot of people from going. So I was just wondering if you, um, on a personal level, experienced any of that, um, you know, a sense of um, judgment. Yeah, I think it can be really hard, especially when we're dealing with like deep issues, right? Like trauma or, you know, dealing with some really tough things. I think it's not fun or easy to talk about. And I think that that's a major reason why people choose not to go because they just want to avoid it or not deal with it or not talk about it. And so um, I know that uh, I was able to feel comfortable talking to these people because I knew they weren't going to, you know, share it with any other friends or loved ones. They weren't going to, you know, gossip and they weren't going to, you know, make me do things I wasn't ready to do yet. Um, So I think that was really, really helpful. And I think that just knowing that they were there and I wasn't alone, and I did have someone that I could share things with um, was really helpful, too. Like I said, the first time I learned um, some coping techniques like, you know, journaling or stress relief, um, but sometimes you just need to um, talk to someone, and you need someone else's advice and wisdom and ideas to help you look at things from a different perspective. And so I think in that way, counseling can be extremely beneficial. It's hard. It's not always easy or fun to go to. But I find that um, it definitely helps move you forward and helps you get over whatever it is that you're struggling with. Um, and sometimes it takes time and sometimes it's a little quicker. Uh, but I think that um, it is definitely just 100% uh, peace of mind knowing that someone is there um, and that they care and that they want to help you. Yeah, I think uh, I'm glad you feel that way. I think a lot of people that um, you know have experience with counseling feel the same way and that um, you know, most counselors, if not all counselors, do have, you know, a genuine desire and they, to, you know, help people and they do have a, um, you know, a sincere, uh, you know, uh, sense of caring for you. So, um, you know, I'm glad that you found that and that you didn't feel a sense of judgment. Um, just a couple more questions, if you don't mind. Uh, I was just wondering, uh, was what were some of the most common biases that you had towards um, seeking counsel? Or what, what are some of the most common biases, at least, that you might see uh, today as a uh, coordinator of health and wellness in students now? Well, I think one um, thing that I've heard before is um, that people think, oh, well, you know, it's not that bad or, um, you know, I, I'm okay. I don't I don't really need help. But yet they're still struggling and it's still affecting their everyday life. So in that sense, I would say, no, it's okay to still go and seek help and, and talk to someone. Um, sometimes I've also heard from people that, um, well, I don't want to go because that means there's something wrong with me or that means that I'm weak or that means that I can't solve my own problems. And that's not true either. I mean, we're, we're humans. We're supposed to you know, be there for each other and help each other out. And there are times when we aren't able to um, solve our own problems. So it's okay to, to seek help. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means that um, you know, we're brave enough to ask for help when we need it and to Um, help us move forward and get over something that we're really struggling with. And that's a a typical human emotion and feeling. We all struggle at times and it's okay. And and when we struggle, um, we need to feel comfortable reaching out for help. I, I agree. It's definitely something that, uh, you know, I'm glad that you've come around, obviously, as a, you know, a well-adjusted adult, you see in retrospect the benefits, um, you know, and I really hope that we can, you know, kind of present some of these benefits and advantages to, you know, some current students who might be struggling for, you know, any number of reasons, because, um, you know, I think the, the point that you touched upon, the kind of the I'm fine mentality that, uh, you know, 
uh, yeah, you might even admit that you, you know, you're having a hard time, right, that you're stressed out, but um, you don't see that as, uh, you know, uh, constituting a need to seek counsel. And, um, you know, it might not be, uh, it might not even constitute a, a need, as you might define the word, but um, I think that in, in your case, you certainly uh, seem to benefit from it. And I think that it's something that, you know, a lot of students, um, you know, like you said before, whether it's just, uh, you know, due to, you know, some daily stressors or whether it's something that is, you know, severe and a, you know, and a big life event, I think that there is, you know, a lot of um, uh, benefits to counseling, whether you um, whether you perceive that you uh, need it in the truest sense of the word, or whether you think that um, it's something that you know just going and venting might benefit you. I think that there's a you know a lot to offer from seeking counsel, and um, you know I genuinely hope that we can you know get some more people to um, you know at least try it out if they've never um, had any exposure. Um, now, as far as Stonehill College itself, do you think uh, do, do you think that there's anything that can be done to improve? Um, you know, breaking down some of the barriers that exist on campus. Um, you know, do you think that there's anything that uh, about the Stonehill culture that currently is contributing to the to the stigma or the bias? Well, I think that one thing that we're trying to improve upon, and we're doing a better job of, but we can still uh, do some more work on, is just breaking the stigma about mental health and well-being. Um, we need to learn to talk about it more, to share um, our concerns when we see someone who we think is struggling and also to speak up when we ourselves are struggling. And I think that it's okay to talk about it, to let people know, hey, I'm struggling and I'm seeking help. I'm going to counseling and to share that. Um, I think that by talking about mental health and well-being, it definitely will help break the stigma. It also shows that people feel sad and have and lonely and are anxious. Now, that's okay to feel those ways, but it's also okay to ask for help, but that you should never feel like you need to suffer in silence. You should always think it's okay to speak up and ask for help. I would definitely want more people on campus to start having conversations with friends and loved ones about feeling comfortable speaking up. I think if people start talking more, it would help people feel more free and know that they're not alone. I think it's good knowing that you have the power to help yourself feel better, that each time you get help, it can help you learn more ways of coping with future stressors in a healthier way. And I think that over time, I've learned how to trust how I feel, to know that just because I'm thinking something, it doesn't make it true. And to learn that worrying about something that hasn't happened yet isn't helpful, and it keeps me stuck from moving forward. And worrying about the past also isn't helpful because it already happened and I can't change it. So I can only move forward and make better choices in the future. And I would just want everyone here at Stonehill to know that they can do the same. They can um, speak up and ask for help and they can support one another. Thank you. Uh, if in, if a student uh, at, here at Stonehill did need help, um, how might you refer them or, uh, you know, what resources are available here that you might recommend for a student who's struggling or, you know, might uh, be avoidant uh, towards seeking help? Yeah, so we have a lot of different resources on campus. Um, we have a wonderful counseling services. Um, they have, you know, typical hours over in the Chapel of Mary, 830 to 430. They also have night and emergency hours at night and on the weekends. Um, they're really great, and you can talk to them. The good news is um, we have unlimited counseling, so um, some schools have, like, session limits. Like, you can only go see the counselor for four sessions or six sessions, and then that's it. Here at Stonehill, we have unlimited. So you can actually sign up with counseling freshman year and see counselors all throughout up until your senior year. Um, other resources we have, sometimes students prefer talking to someone who's not from Stonehill. They just want 
to have that separation. So we have a really great resource that we connect with um, online called the ulifeline.org. You can actually find that under the health and wellness website. It is a college uh, wellness website where you can actually take a survey just to kind of assess yourself or a friend to see if you need any help. They have a text message system. So if you're concerned or you're worried, even at like midnight or three in the morning, you can text the number and someone will text you back or they have a hotline. You can call and talk to someone anytime. We have a lot of other resources on campus too, like the health and wellness center, other places that people have felt comfortable going to or places like campus ministry or our uh, health services center. So there's a lot of really great options on campus, depending upon what you feel comfortable utilizing. I think the biggest thing is just, you know, learning to speak up and ask for help and to support one another. Definitely. Thank you. I, I think that, uh, you know, it's definitely great. Uh, we want uh, students, as many students as possible, to be aware of these resources because, um, you know, at the end of the day, you can only, uh, you know, you need to know, you need to be aware of these resources and able to, uh, and able to in order to be able to utilize them. And uh, I think that it's important for, to, uh, for us to try to uh, kind of emphasize and highlight some of these resources. So, uh, you know, to, to reiterate, you Lifeline, Counseling Services, Health and Wellness Department, Campus Ministry, um, there's a lot of different uh, re, uh, resources that students can utilize if you're, um, you know, feeling anxious, worried, or, um, you know, depressed, otherwise upset. Um, just to remember, don't suffer in silence. There's a lot that can be done. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thanks for having me.